Welcome to the Be Free program, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and Don Kennedy, my co-host. Hi, Don. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I am so glad to be back. So glad that was to a funny question here. to ask you. I know how you are today. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard there. That's right. That's right. I was looking at the camera, yeah. taking care of the camera. You know, it's just, it, isn't it wonderful that uh, we get to, we have the honor and the privilege of coming on here and talking about the Lord. Yes. <laughs> I'm humbled yes, <laughs> every too. time he uses me yeah. for anything. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't know what I did, God, but thank you that yes. you did. Yes. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I've missed being on here. We haven't been able to record since before October uh, because of the breast cancer that I've gone through and the chemo. And I'm halfway through my treatments. And and uh, but I felt good and was ready to get back and and uh, start I actually recorded some TV programs. We had been re-airing TV programs mm-hmm. and radio programs since before October. And I was like, oh, help me, Lord. So with the grace of God, I was able to record six, uh, four TV programs that um, will air next month. And then... Uh, was able today to come in and do some radio programs. So I'm believing now it's going to be just like it's supposed to be. So praise be to God and glory to God. And thank you folks for praying. Well, you know, uh, Passover is coming up. Uh, Passover is, is awesome. And I want to, to, we want to talk to you today and minister to you about the power of Passover and breaking through bondages and barriers. I mean, uh, there's so much and there's no way we could go through it all. And, and not that I would even understand it all. There's there's so much depth into what happened to Passover and how it related to Christ and to us and how we can apply it that I think we'll still be discovering it in eternity. You know, you know this time last year, too, we were putting uh, red ribbons over our doors just yes. as a Reminder to the Lord of how of of His goodness mm-hmm. to us yeah. and, the, and to pass this over with this COVID business mm-hmm. and with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is so good. God is so good. Mm-hmm. He brings us through, y'all. Well, let me. I want to do just a little a little bit of background on Passover, but I, I want you to, as we go through this, would you keep in view and keep in mind that this is personal to you. It applies personally to you. We're talking about the power of Passover and breaking through bondages and barriers. And so this, uh, is there a barrier in your life? Is there an area where you're contained? Is there an area of bondage uh, where uh, you feel like the enemy has a chokehold on you? Well, listen. And, the, and if you, if none of, even if that, either one of them does not apply to you, well, I'll tell you what. Just going through what Passover means and applying that personally is amazing. So Passover begins at sunset on the 14th of Nisan, um, which the Jewish month of Nisan, which is usually March, April for us, and marks the beginning of a seven-day celebration to celebrate God's deliverance of, he- of the Hebrew people from 430 years of slavery and bondage in Egypt. Any time that God delivers you from something, protects you from something, sets you free from something, it's always a reason mm-hmm. to celebrate. It's a reason to celebrate. So that's what it is. It's a seven-day celebration to celebrate God's deliverance of the Hebrew people from 430 years of slavery to the day, to the day, mm-hmm. uh, and bondage of bondage in Egypt. During the seven days, uh, seven day period, three feasts were observed: Passover, unleavened bread, and first fruits. Now, some of you may be going, "Now, how in the world is this going to apply to me?" Hang on. So, as at Passover, listen to this: Jews remember 
God delivering them from slavery in Egypt. At Passover, at Passover, Christians remember Jesus delivering us from sin. Mm-hmm. It's all connected, folks. It's all connected. Uh, at Passover, Jews, uh, excuse me, I just said that, re- remembered God delivering them from slavery in Egypt, and we remember Jesus delivering us from sin. Remember that everything in the Word of God from cover to cover is Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's God's love story of reaching down, of sending Jesus, and Jesus loving us loving us and coming. Mm-hmm. And it's God's love story of bringing us back to Him and delivering us and set us free from cover to cover. The whole thing mm-hmm. is Jesus Christ and Him crucified, which the Passover, I mean, it typifies so beautifully. So, Passover also remember uh, represents deliverance and new beginnings. Anybody need a new beginning out there? Out there a new uh, deliverance? Yeah, you know, uh, it is a type of Christ our Redeemer. It's the Lamb of God, mm-hmm. the Lamb of God. So Hebrews were there four hundred thirty years of bondage. Moses, God raised Moses up. I'm just going to do a quick recount on this because I want to get to reading about Passover. So Moses, God, remember, remember God did, raised him up as a deliverer and he sent him to Pharaoh. And we all remember that every time Pharaoh would say, oh, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. He'd say, God, Moses would say, let my people go. God says, mm-hmm. let my people go. They may worship me and serve me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to let them go. And then every time Pharaoh would mind. change mm-hmm. his mind and harden his heart. His heart. And so God uh, sent plagues, plagues of turning water to blood, frogs, lice, flies, livestock, pestilence, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, and finally the death of the firstborn. That was I don't a, want any of those. Oh, that, don't you know, that was whew, hard to, to live through. And the children of Israel, Israel were right there, you know, and, and, and God protected them from all of that. God, you know, God watched over them. But Pharaoh hardened his heart. And then we get to Passover. And so I want to read in Exodus. And, and you know, sometimes we can get uh, a little impatient about listening to the Word or somebody reading the Word. Or we would never, never do never. that, Louie. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. But you know what? There's life in the Word. That's right. The Word will never return void. It'll accomplish that which it's sent out to do. Mm-hmm. There's power in the Word because the Word is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word. And so uh, this is – so can you just – Tune your ears in, just in your heart in, just tune in and hear what this says, because uh, we're going to talk about it, but I feel like I really need to read these passages to you. And it's where Passover was instituted, and it's in Exodus chapter 12. And I'm going to start uh, in the third verse. On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him take it according to, uh, and if the household is too small for the lamb, let him, him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count of the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, Jesus Christ, was a lamb without blemish. Mm-hmm. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the house where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire with unleavened bread, 
and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire. Its head with legs and its entrails. You shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire. So a lamb without a blemish, they had to take it and kill it and then take the blood and put it on the lintel, that the piece that goes across the top of the door and then the sides and it was you know it was it was in effect like a cross mm-hmm. and uh, you shall eat it uh, and it shall be roasted in fire and with unleavened bread unleavened bread see Christ when he died he was he was literally roasted in the wrath of God the mm-hmm. ra- the father's cup the wrath was roared down mm-hmm. on him and every, I mean it is uh, the wrath that we deserve that we deserved mm-hmm. for judgment for sin mm-hmm. but but there's so many things, and every single detail, every single detail speaks of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it, I just love it. It's beautiful. Um, let's see here. Let's go down to verse four, um, four, 12. For I will pass. Oh, excuse me. I can't, I can't skip that. You shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire. And thus shall you eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, so you shall eat it in haste. In it's the Lord's pre- Passover. They were getting geared up because mm-hmm. they were going to get out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. God was going to be send, ready to go. They had to be ready to go. Which it's here we go. Here we You're go. Right, God. We need to be ready to go. We need to be partaking of Christ, mm-hmm. the Lamb, the Passover Lamb, mm-hmm. partaking of Him daily mm-hmm. in the Word and mm-hmm. and and symbolically as we take communion, uh, because it's the Lord's Passover, mm-hmm. and they were getting ready to be set free. Verse twelve: For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Remember, remember, folks, that they were in bondage and slavery. They were beaten. They they were cruelly treated. It was mm-hmm. slavery, and God was executing judgment. Mm-hmm. They even had mandates of what they had to produce and Mm -hmm. work every day Mm -hmm. at a certain amount, or they would get beaten Mm -hmm. even more if they hadn't met that quota. Right, right. Uh, They were hard taskmasters, Mm -hmm. such as sin. Mm -hmm. Sin is a hard taskmaster. Mm -hmm. But praise God, we're going to see what happens to that sin. Now, with the blood, now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. It's a sign. The blood is a sign. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood of the Passover lamb marked on the doorpost and the lentils, on the lentil, I will pass over you because of the blood. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be to you a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it as a feast by an everlasting ordinance. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. And we're going to talk about that unleavened bread in a moment. On the first day you shall remove leaven from your houses. Now remember that. Mm-hmm. For whoever eats leavened bread from that uh, first day until the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. This is a holy spiritual transaction that was taking place in the natural. Uh, It was uh, very holy, uh, just as when Jesus Christ died on the cross, it was a holy, holy thing. 
And on the seventh day there shall be a holy convocation for you. No manner of work shall be done on them, but that which every one must eat. But that every one must eat. They, that only may be prepared by you. So you shall observe the feast of the unleavened bread. For on this same day I will have brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore you shall observe the day throughout your generations as an everlasting ordinance. I mean, if you had been in bondage for 430 years everyone you knew every generation before you that you know for 430 years had been in bondage and slavery mm-hmm. to sin and you were about to be brought out by the most high god and pharaoh was going to be taken out i mean how amazing is that mm-hmm. and god is saying it sounds strange to the mind, to the to the to our way of thinking. But he was saying, "Take a lamb, mm-hmm. kill that lamb, take the blood of that lamb, apply it to the doorpost of your of your house, of your outdoor. And when the death angel passes by, he will pass over you. And those that were it within that house where the blood was applied." were kept safe mm-hmm. and protected. I mean, this is amazing. It's a sign of covenant. A covenant, mm-hmm. exactly. A covenant of the blood of mm-hmm. Christ. So I'm going to skip down to verse 21. Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Pick out and take lambs for yourselves according to your families and kill the Passover lamb. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood and this and that is in the basin, and strike the lintel the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. Now remember, Jesus is the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a door of salvation that we must enter through. I mean, it is so symbolic, mm-hmm. all of it. Your God doesn't waste one little detail, he does, does he? Not. not one. He does not. <laughs> and he doesn't waste one detail of your life it's now. right. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what you're going yeah. through. <laughs> and nothing in, is in the word by accident. Right. Uh, all of the feast, uh, all uh, everything in the tabernacle, everything in the temple, uh, all of it, all of their feasts and appointments, everything spoke of Christ. Every bit of it. God is so awesome. I wish you could do that old felt teaching yeah. of the of the tabernacle like you did for us years ago. <laughs> it's a lot of information, but what, wow. <laughs> we, we, that, you look back now and you think, oh my gosh, I used a felt board with you did. adult ladies. You did. But hey, I, that was the way I, that's the way I was able to right, understand. Right. The, and and the, visually remember. Yeah, the tabernacle yeah. <laughs> and, and what it meant and all mm-hmm. that. And uh, it was a visual. It sounded childish and silly to the natural mind, but it helped us, it helped me mm-hmm. Break it down. to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning, for the Lord will pass, who will? The Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow, listen, the destroyer to come into your house to strike you. Wow. Wow. Will not allow the destroyer. Reclaim that. The destroyer cannot come in my house to destroy. Yeah. I am under the blood. We are under the blood. (laughs) If you're a born again child of God, we are under the blood. Mm -hmm. Okay. That that is that is your um, that's your cleansing. Mm -hmm. It's your salvation. Mm -hmm. Uh, It makes you right before God because Jesus Christ shed his blood. 
for the remission of sins. And while we were yet sinners, Christ showed his love for us by dying for us. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and what did John say when he saw Jesus coming up and he was baptizing people and he stopped and he says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, the sin of the entire world. And so this blood of the Lamb uh, that was uh, put on the doorpost of, of the, Hebrew, uh, pe- the Hebrew children, it represented the blood that Christ would shed for many, for anyone, whosoever will. Whosoever will mm. can have the blood of Christ applied to your life. And it was, he was holy. Right. Simply for asking now. Simply for asking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, you Just, don't have to go all through the right. rituals. And, I'm so grateful yeah, I don't have yeah. to go kill lambs and right. every year right. and doves and mm-hmm. things to have a relationship with right. my, my Heavenly Father and, okay. and the Son. <laughs> and all the sacrifices mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. It was... A lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was messy. Mm-hmm. It was bloody. Mm-hmm. And all it did was cover sin. It didn't eradicate it. You're right. Eradicated Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And every sacrifice in the Old Testament was for it it foreshadowed the precious blood of Christ. For we are not sanctified with the blood of bulls and goats, but with the precious blood of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. Oh, hallelujah. I could just get go off on that. Uh, I I just love uh, that Christ shed every drop of his life's blood mm-hmm. for me for you yeah i can't even fathom for the whole world Mm-mm. the amount of wrath he had to endure but even just for myself sometimes yeah. i struggle with i know me mm-hmm. i know where my weaknesses are i know where where i came from before i knew christ at all right and i can't imagine him having to be beaten and hung on a tree Mm-mm. And, and to take all of God's wrath that I deserved. Right. It's more than you can yeah, hardly. Yeah, what love. <laughs> yeah, what, what love. love. Uh, you know, as he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and I will go into that next week more um, about the power of the cross. And, mm-hmm. and But when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, he, he sweat, drops of blood in, in that it's passion serious and sweating. agony. Right, because he, was, <laughs> cause he knew he was going to drink the Father's cup. Mm-hmm. And the Father's cup is the wrath and the judgment against sin. And where sin requires a death. <laughs> you know, sin brings death. And But there had to be a sacrifice. It had to be a perfect, holy sacrifice. And it was Christ. And he was crying out, Lord, if there's any way this, pu- this cup can pass from me, then so be it, you know. But nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And he chose to lay down his life. And he took on the sin. He took all the sin. He died in our place. He was our substitution. He was our atonement. And he died for our sins. All of our burdens. Everybody. Uh, it, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sin, not just of all of our family that we know, but of mm-hmm. all mankind on earth right now, but all mankind that has ever been Forever. born or will ever be born. Mm-hmm. And it and it's and the forgiveness is ours for the taking, ours for the asking, and so he he the father poured that cup of judgment because there had there was a judgment against sin mm-hmm. that had to be paid. Jesus Christ paid the the judgment. I think people today also uh, think that that's too simple. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't simple for him, but I'm just saying it's too simple. Mm-hmm. I've done too much. Mm-hmm. I can't be forgiven. There's more I have to do. There's more I have to do. But the truth is, is all you have to do is ask. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he just wants to be your Savior and yeah. have a relationship with you. And it starts with the asking. Yeah, it does. And I think about the Lord as he was hanging on the cross. And he was, you know, just taking on that weight and that weight and that father, the wrath of the father and and uh, that fiery wrath. And see, the lamb had to be roasted. Well, mm-hmm. Christ was roasted in that fiery wrath. And he took it all. He drank it all. He didn't leave any of it aside. He he couldn't have purchased our salvation, face, salvation just by what he suffered in the garden or what he suffered uh, at the cross. But he had to drink it all he had to take it all he had to it, he had to carry it all and then the bible says that he uh, um he takes he took the handwriting of the judgment that was against us and he nailed it to the cross he took everything that we deserve nailed it to the cross took it out of our way praise god so that we are not bound by that so anyway, uh, we, we, there's so much more that we could go through, but I am going to uh, look at some more scriptures about Passover and the unleavened bread and how that relates to us right now. But before we do, can somebody just say hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, for getting us out of Egypt, out of bondage, out of slavery to sin by the death of burial and resurrection of Christ. The pure simple gospel is uh he he was he died, he was buried Jesus Christ died for our sins, he was buried and he rose again. It's that's the purest gospel. That's a pure gospel. He died for us. Uh he he bore all of our sins, he died, he rose again. Praise God. So in Exodus twenty three fifteen, I want to I want to read this real quickly. It says, "Celebrate the festival of unleavened bread for seven days, bread made without yeast." And let's look at why that's important. What what difference that makes? And I'm going to turn to. If I hope you have your Bible out, I'm going to turn to First Corinthians five six through eight. I'm going to read it first in the Passion. It says. Uh, Boasting over your intolerance, your excuse me, tolerance of sin is inappropriate. Don't you understand that even a small compromise with sin permeates the entire fellowship? Just as a little leaven permeates a batch of dough, so remove every trace of your leaven of compromise with sin, so that you might become new and pure again. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For indeed you are clean because Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. That is, I love that. And now I'm going to read that in the Amplified. About the condition of your church, your boasting is not good indeed. It is most unseemly, entirely out of place. Do you not know that just a little leaven will ferment a whole, the whole lump of dough? Purge, clean out the old leaven that you may be fresh, new dough, still con- still uncontaminated as you are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the feast not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of vice and malice and wickedness, but 
with the unleavened bread of purity, nobility, honor, and sincerity, and unadulterated truth. Unadulterated truth. That's what we want. That is, and you know, Don, it's we're we're at a place in time um, where the the enemy, the world, those the the wicked, they want to actually muddle the truth. They they want to uh, change the truth. Mm-hmm. You can't change the truth. <laughs> the truth is the truth, and the truth is the word of God. Right. And and this is our standard. Just because you disagree with it doesn't make right. it true, untrue, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. some, there are some things in the mm-hmm. Bible I'm like, man, I wish that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My flesh does not want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it is the truth, the life, the way. That's Jesus Christ. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so we have to begin to say, okay, Lord, what your word says is true. And that's what I'm going to line my word up with, my life with. Because right now, in the second half of the hour, we're going to get into this leaven, and the leavening of the whole lump. And, and uh, it's, there's a lot in that mm-hmm. that we're just, we're just going to touch on. But there's so much right now happening in our world that people are confused. They're confused. They think truth is, is relative. It's not relative. It's absolute. <laughs> the Word of God. And it will set you free. <laughs> yes. And it will stand the test mm-hmm. of time mm-hmm. and eternity. Not one jot or tittle shall fail of the Word of God. And God's Word will not return void. And so this is why we need to get in the Word. And not get impatient if we're, you know, well, I don't want to read that or it takes too long. <laughs> I mean, it'll bring you life. It'll set you free. Oh, my goodness. Well, we are almost completely done for the first half hour. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, uh, before we take a short little break and come right back, I want to encourage you to call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. 866-241-0579. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers that will pray for you. It's mm-hmm. a free call, and they will agree with you in prayer. They, they're people of faith, and they know how to pray. And then we will send you out some scriptures free if you want us to. We'll just mail you some scriptures regarding what you need prayer over. And it's free. And also you can go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A dot org. And there's tons and tons of free broadcast of our uh, uh, TV programs mm-hmm. and also of our radio uh, broadcast. And it's there. Those it's are on there. SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. Okay. See, I'm not the technical person. <laughs> Dawn knows all these things. She gets it out there, so thank God. Uh, but to go there. We want you to be blessed. We want to minister to you. That's what it's about. That's why we're here. And if you need prayer, we want you to get that prayer. We want to agree with you. We we want you to be set free, to be ministered to, encouraged, and blessed. And that's why we're here today. And so um, go do that when you have a moment. And uh, we will be right back. 